0: Hey, before we get into this episode, I just want to say we're changing up a little bit. My friend Brie Gonzalez dropped another song called Valley uh, with Mario Alvarez, and I love the song. So we're going to have an extended listen before we start the episode. Um, So go ahead and check out this song. It's amazing Um, by my friend, my great friend Brie Gonzalez, who I still owe a Maxa shirt on the way trying camp is killing your boy but hey check out this song uh, and go just smash it on spotify apple music and just give her a big shout out brie gonzalez uh, with two e's uh, for her first name so go ahead and check out the song thank you guys so much
1: even when they come for me how could they ever succeed because no one keeps their word promise me, that even when they come for me, your word is alive within me, and no one keeps their word like you. Holy Spirit.
0: Welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast. Yo, we're back better. We're still tired, uh, but this episode is dropping. Honestly, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. The schedule is getting crazy. We're looking for a day where the episode can drop on a more um, regular basis, but still trying to find that day. So I just thank you guys for being patient. Uh, The views have gone up. Um, It's super huge. I'm loving loving it. I'm loving seeing that people are enjoying it. so let's get into it. Today, I want to talk about something that's kind of been on my heart. Uh, I shared about it on Instagram. So if you follow on my Instagram, you've seen a little bit of it. Um, but this is this idea that we have said this. Um, we've said that you show me who you surround yourself with and I'll show you who you are. Um, and uh, when I heard that statement, the first time I heard that statement, uh, I thought that I was dirty because I hung around people who weren't directly following Jesus. Um, and, and, and I kind of want to change that statement, change that idea that we aren't necessarily who we surround ourselves with, but we are who we, influ- who we let influence us, who we allow in, right? Uh, the Lord says, uh, the scripture says that, uh, self-control is, is a fruit of this spirit, right? And so, um, I believe it's who we are influenced by. Uh, I believe too many kids think they are in the wrong for uh, being around people that don't love Jesus and they're saying, I'm I'm ministering, um, but I feel like I can't fully minister because uh, I'm not around people who are holy enough. Um, But as I look at Jesus's life, uh, he was always around people who weren't like him. He was always around the sinner. He was always around the dirty. He was always around the gross. And so I just want to step into the idea of you are who you minister to. Uh, Show me who you minister to, and I'll show you who you are. Uh, So we're going to get into that. It could be a little touchy subject, so people might get offended, but uh, all disrespect. Uh, Can't wait to get into this episode. Uh, And then my next episode, which will drop this weekend, next weekend, August 4th, 5th weekend, um, is the episode we're going to talk about my work crew experience and some things that I learned being around a bunch of high schoolers who want to serve um, so I'm actually going to get some high schoolers, uh, different opinions and just different ideas on serving um, so you can hear youth ministry um, and why Young Life does such a great job at activating students and why we should activate students to serve. Uh, so can't wait. Can't wait to do that. It's going to be great. So thank you guys for listening. Let's get to the episode. So I fully understand that I have some middle schoolers that listen to this. Um, so this example may not make sense, but actually it will. Middle school and high school, do you remember that friend you had that you guys were super like close, but you guys didn't really agree on a lot of stuff? You guys were just friends in high school. Um, I had a friend like this I won't say his name uh, but I had a friend in high school and me and him were so close like we played football together we got in trouble together like this was my dude Um, we we started the ministry that was at my school together and we rolled together for a very long time Um, and then kind of in life we just kind of got separated Um, not because we had beef with each other not because we have differences with each other but because we just didn't life match up and i've actually had a lot of friends like that where um, we walked together we rolled together we praised the lord together um, and life didn't match up and they went their ways and i went my way and uh, i still have people today that i feel like some people are like man can i really uh, approach him or talk to him and um, i think that's some of it is that some of what i put on and just some of what people think when they hear about jesus people is they're judgmental they're there to judge me they don't care about me and all these different kinds of things and Something I want to talk about real quick is this idea that um, we are who we minister to. Um, And guys like my friend that I'm talking about, uh, the thing about him was I was living wild. Um, I was living crazy. I was broken. Uh, And the crazy thing is people want to know, like, I am still a broken individual who's being led to perfection in Christ. And something that's so sanctification, right? And something that's so cool about this is. The idea is that I never try to put on this idea or this, uh, f- this frame of this mindset that I'm holier than anybody because I'm not. Um, yeah, maybe in positions where people give me more leadership and there's a, a a level of responsibility a level of approach but before i let anyone know if you're a youth minister a youth leader a young like whatever you're doing uh, whatever youth ministry you may be leading uh, let your kids know that you are broken as well um, i think too often I've, I've shared this before on the show um, we don't let kids see our brokenness enough Um, I think there's something that's so cool about Jesus, even though he is perfect, if you look at his uh, bloodline, if you look at the way he showed the gospel, if you look at even when he weeped or even when he why would they put the temptation of Jesus uh, if they didn't want us to see uh, that he went through moments of humanity right before the cross. He's going through a moment of humanity like, yo, can I pass this on like how many of us have done that right? Like, can I pass this? Can I move this forward? Like, I don't want to do this. Can somebody else do it? Like, yeah, he has that thought, right? And I think so often we we look at Jesus and we say, well, God, well, like, that's that's God. Like, he's perfect. Yes, he's perfect. But the bloodline came from imperfections, uh, from kings who were tripping again and again and again, who, women who were uh, prostitutes. And this is an idea like, hey, go be a prostitute because that's what God says. But God can redeem any broken line and he and he the legacy that was in jesus's bloodline wasn't a great one right they had moments but he used those people and it ended to be a great legacy and now jesus people walk the earth today Uh, what do we want our legacy to be about and i look at and i say man we get to see times where jesus is obviously jesus isn't a broken person But he shows moments of humanity that I believe shows the messiness of the gospel. The the gospel isn't as clean as we say it is. It's it's messy. Um, And before I get to that, or speaking on that point, since the gospel is messy, there's messy people that will be dealt with um, in the way of love. Uh, Jesus didn't run from the messy. He ran to the messy. And so this statement that I've heard so often is, show me who you hang out with, and I'll show you who you are. And I just don't know if I agree with that. I believe we should change the statement. It's been on my heart. It's been like weighing heavy. Show me who you, no, show, this is what you should show me. Show me who you are influenced by. What What is influencing you? What are you reading? What media is influencing you? What are you doing? Like, what people do you honestly listen to or you surround yourself with, right? Because if the leaders in my life are pointing to me ways of Jesus and the people I hang around, some of them may not love Jesus, but I get to help point them towards Jesus. I believe I'm doing the work of the Lord, right? Because the thing is, is I can't influence sinners. I can't help sinners. Like, I can't bring them to Jesus if I don't hang out with them. <laughs> right because I look at the middle schools and high schools that I hang out with some of them would be tripping but if I'm not around them if I don't hang out with them right or even friends who are my age if I don't hang around hang out with them don't let them see my lives uh, then they're only going to believe in perfection and only you not going to see Jesus right and I, and I think and I believe this as well like, we aren't the only ones that can share Jesus. Like, anyone can, but God has honestly placed me in people's lives. And He placed the guys like Eddie and Tyler and like people in uh, Josiah, like people in my life, um, in my life to influence me. Who are you influenced by? Well, I think we have to erase this thought that we need to um, pick and choose who we hang out with, right? Because I believe hanging out and who we pour into is so much different than who we're influenced by. There's people, like I said, that dude in high school, right? We hung out. People would always be like, why are you hang out with this guy? Like, he's so different. He's he's cussing all the time. He's doing all this. And I was like, he's a bro. Um, and what I believe what I got to do is I got to help share, like, the gospel to him. And me and him will text every now and then and be like, bro, we were crazy. We are like, taking over the school. And the heart behind that was I wasn't doing it so I could just take over the school i was doing it so that kids could know about jesus my peers could know about jesus if i mean if you looked at my friends in high school you'd say do any of them love jesus (laughs) and the thing was i wasn't influenced by them i chose to be the influencer you know you've you've heard this thing of the temperature or the thermometer versus the thermostat if i let all these people broken people be thermostats in my life then i'm influenced but if i let these broken people be thermometers and i influence them by being the thermostat i believe i can change a whole like literally a whole environment for jesus a whole people group for jesus i'm telling you man when we walk into these places when we hang out with people we have to know that jesus sits down and shares stories um, I had someone tell me, asked me the other day to say, you share a lot of the gospel. Yes, because when I look at Jesus's life, it's so contrary to how we preach about it today. Right. And I believe it's changed. But man, I can remember listening to sermons and just hearing perfection, perfection, perfection. And Jesus goes right into the mess. Goes right into the mess. Uh, one of my favorite stories, and I share all the time, is the adulterous woman. Right. Um, or also the bleeding woman um, like that bleeding like we get i say we get the cliff notes version because uh, i'd like to think that jesus sat down and listened to her story and listened to the messiness and she was probably still messy from the you know from the physical toll it took on her body and i and i, and I love to think that jesus sat down with her and didn't just heal her and walk away but healed her heard her story uh, encouraged right he always encourages. And I think it's just so interesting that man. He was he was literally bumping shoulders with the people who were gross that we said were gross. Pharisees are always like, man, who are they? What are they doing? Man, I look at the church today, and the church is a bunch. I had to say this, even I do this. We're some Pharisees hidden in our in our cool shoes and our tight jeans, but we're some Pharisees. I've heard, man. Why is he hanging out with him? Well, he's bringing him the gospel. That dude smokes. That dude drinks. He's bringing him the gospel. That dude just came out of this, came out of this. does he know what he's doing? Sharing the gospel. Show me who you minister to, and I'll show you who you are. What I mean by who you are is doing God's mission. <laughs> you know? Uh, I'm, I've met so many believers, you know? I'm a loud one. I think so many people are also quiet. I always let people know like yeah i'm loud but you can minister to a quiet person way better than i can one that takes humility on my end to go i can't do this right but also it takes humility on the other person's end saying i have to do this still right show me who you minister to show me who you are influencing and i'll show you who you are right because when i look at who jesus was influencing It was the people, right, man. They sit these people, 5,000 people who come with no food were hungry. And Jesus activates first the disciples. They go, yo, we need to eat or they need to eat. We need to send them home. Right. I like to modernize it like, yo, they need to go get their food because we ain't got money for all the McDonald's that we're trying to get. Uh, And God goes, um, Jesus, goes, you feed them. And they say, right, they're like, we can't feed them. Jesus doesn't even answer that question. He just does it. He goes, no, okay, cool. Go get this, like his lunch, right? Or go go get me these fish and these bread. What do we have here? And he breaks it. He takes what the disciples have, who are also broken people. He takes what they have and uses it to bless others. He uses his influence to bless so many people who are broken, who are sinning, who would be called the least of the least. And the Pharisees always scoff, what are they doing? What is he doing? that's what we do right so as i as i wrap this up i think about these three things one we have to be a community that worries less about who we are around right and judging people but also saying "Man, you're around those people let's like let's come on let's do this that's good work uh two i think so often we are scared because we may be different personalities, but what I'm saying is use what how God how God has made you to minister to others, right? Uh, the Lord the the scripture doesn't say go and make disciples if you're Enneagram seven. No, he says go and make disciples. uh Don't care what you are on the Enneagram, and I'll have different thoughts about the Enneagram, but whatever. Uh, and three, uh, minister out of a heart knowing that you are called to influence, you are called to help change and help lead. Um, that's what we're called to do not conquer, right? I believe we also have lived in a church culture now that talks about conquering, 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 uh, which comes from a, who I say? Yeah, I'm gonna say, it, which comes from like a white savior complex of like the idea, like we're gonna conquer, save and change because, you know, conquer, conquer this. Anyway, let's just help share the gospel to kids. Let's help share the gospel to people uh, and let's lead well, young leaders. Lead well this nation that needs Jesus so bad. So bad, I'll show a story. There was this kid at camp he comes to camp and he says um i just can't wait to see what's in store for me and i talked to the leader and he just shares right he brought three kids to the camp right and that seems little but man those are the three kids who needed to be there god doesn't do accidents and um shows up and he ministers to these three kids <laughs> and the kid at the end goes man my i come from this i come from this and i said you get to change your legacy right and his leader believes in the same thing like he's wise and his kid's uh, wise beyond his years gets to change his legacy and he's like i i do i do get to and man that kid i just want to hear his story now that kid is going to change the world for jesus kid of color uh, about to change the game right because someone activated him right and i look at his leader and i said no these are the kids you surround yourself with <laughs> you're doing the work of the lord You're surrounding surrounding yourself with the hardest kids. You're doing the work of the Lord. Come on. There's more work to be done. Uh, The best is yet to come. That's my new motto, so let's go. Uh, The best is yet to come. And again, you are are who you minister to. Who are you discipling? Man, I'm telling you. If you're hanging out with the sinners um, and not being influenced, of course. But if you're hanging out with the sinners, you're doing the work of the Lord. Because when I look at my Bible, he's always hanging out with the oppressed, the broken, the gross, the dirty, and healing them and touching them, spinning their eyes, showing them him, showing them love. Yo, be encouraged today. Thank y'all so much uh, for listening. Hoping to get Grant Benjamin on the podcast soon. Uh, I'll see y'all next week. Um, But remember, you are who you minister to, who you hang out with. Because I believe Jesus hung out with people that made him look like, what are you doing? But at the end of the day, the work of the Lord was done. The work of the Lord was done. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Again, we're going to have a little work crew episode. uh, So I'm super excited for that. I might even throw some like summer stuff, just serving, uh, hearing hearts of people who serve and why they do what they do. Um, And then hoping to get my boy, Grant Benjamin, he a rapper um, and he a rapper. I didn't mean to say that, I meant to say he is a rapper. Um, So that'd be great. Thank you guys for listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast. And peace. I'll catch y'all next week.